Hello and welcome to Coffee's Ready Podcast, a snapshot of people and their stories. My name is Francisco Heredia and I am your host. Coffee's Ready is a podcast where I sit together with people, drink coffee and have a little conversation. What I'm looking for are the stories that are not typically shared over an everyday conversation, because we all have those stories and they shape the person that we are today. Coffee's Ready is a platform for people to share experiences. Patricia Heredia is the graphic designer behind the look and feel of Coffee's Ready. In this episode, she speaks about what graphic design means for her, her hobbies and her dogs. This conversation was recorded on May 14, 2019. And now, the Coffee's Ready. I think it's a bit weird to call you Patricia or should I call you Patricia? Oh no, please, don't. <laughs> uh, maybe I should just call you Patty as I normally do. Uh, in yeah. real life. Um, Patty is the designer behind uh, the look and feel of uh, this podcast and she is also, in case you didn't figure it out, she is also my sister. Yay! Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, Patty, uh, maybe the fir first things first. So typically when you arrive to a party, people usually ask you the, this question, what do you do for a living? Could you what? please tell us a little bit about this? Yes, of course. Um, Well, I, I guess the question is aimed to a professional uh, aspect of my life, and I will answer based on that first. I currently study graphic design at the University Anahuac, and I'm actually almost a graduate student, so yay for me! <laughs> I graduate this semester, and I quite like it. I find it a fascinating field. Um, what else do I do for a living? I just live like my normal life. I go to university, I spend time with my family, I try to gather with friends, mm, I have the dogs. <laughs> I, I consider my life to be pretty normal, common, but special in a way. I like my life. Mm -hmm. Okay, maybe let's begin with the graphic design part, which you are studying now. So I suppose, or maybe I, I am only guessing, but I suppose that this was one of your choices when you were trying to decide what to study. So mm. why graphic design? Oh, well, actually, it, it wasn't <laughs> one of my first choices. I wanted to be a psychologist, be an archaeologist, and my third option uh, was anthropology, uh, anthropology, wow. social anthropology. <laughs> yeah, and it turned out to be quite a fast decision because when I actually finished high school, I was like, oh... I really don't know anymore if I want to study psychology. I find it like interesting. But the main reason I wanted to study like psychology was to help people and to influence them in certain way so they could better they, their life. But in my own life, I had these experiences where I found out that although we all need help in a way and we need someone that can uh, listen to us, the, the final decision of changing comes from within and not from someone outside. Mm -hmm. So I decided that maybe psychology was not the, the way I wanted to approach like this feeling of mine. Mm, and then um, my sister actually was like, you know, I, I see you. Um, I see that you like to draw a lot. And that's like the stereotype of graphic design. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she was like, why don't you study graphic design? And I was like, oh, okay, what's that? And blah, blah, blah. And I did. I mean, it was like very fast. I didn't think much of it. Mm -hmm. But it turned to be the field that was for me because, like I said before, I wanted to help people, and it's a field that encompasses a lot of things. 
you have to take into account the social context, the cultural context, the economic. Um, there's a lot around the field and there's a lot around the solutions that you create because there are tangible solutions that you can apply to a situation or a problem. For me, at least, a direct way to to change things, you know, to, to improve things. And that's why I stayed in graphic design because I started thinking, no, yes, because you need to draw and that's all you have to do. And But no, it's, it's really so much more. Um, it's an, an opportunity to influence the society you live in and to share, actually to share with people, to share ideas, to share like what's worrying people or what do they want. It, uh, for me, for me, it, it was my thing. Like we all, I think maybe <laughs> this is me, my opinion, um, are searching for something and are searching for the betterment of something or maybe our lives maybe a situation we experienced maybe i don't know some some other and for me graphic design was a way that i can do that so that's that's why that's uh, why <laughs> okay that's uh, that's nice so what what uh, in your opinion what makes a good graphic designer what makes a good graphic design mm -hmm. uh well good i like to use the word adequate graphic design Because if we're talking about what people like and what people don't, like that's very subjective. If you create a design product, um, not necessarily an object per se, I mean, it could be like a website that's also a design product, that it encompasses this axis that I have told you, uh, like social, cultural, economic, like if it fits with those contexts and it serves its purpose, then it's an adequate graphic uh, design product or design product, not, not only graphic. Mm -hmm. I think there are also um, this thing about innovation, like the word to be creative and all, all of this, that is normally related to art and design and this kind of um, artistic creative fields. But really, I think this, creative product that comes out has to be a, a combination of several things. A combination of what the situation uh, requires, who is the end user, all these kinds of things you have to take in account to create an adequate design. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, I guess that's it. Uh, I, I will also like to add, uh, because this came to my mind as I was talking of this, to be creative. There's a notion that people in the, the creative field <laughs> uh, are people that are like naturally creative and talented and mm -hmm. all this. Mm -hmm. But I think that actually to be creative is something you develop. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely not a talent. Because um, I don't know if you have heard this phrase, but there's a phrase that says nothing is new under the sun. Mm -hmm. I think that's true. Um, I think that a creative person has to make or has to be conscious of uh, his hair, 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 his surroundings and to be informed, to, to investigate, to, to make research. And from, from that research, you can make a lot of connections, like connecting research, giving it some meaning. And I think that's to be creative, like to find those links. Uh, at least for me, what I try to do when I create a design product. Mm -hmm. I try to 
to apply this hypothesis, or I don't know how to call it. Yeah, this method, but, this approach. But yeah, like this approach. Mm -hmm. Is there <laughs> such a thing as inspiration as well? Or what does it mean, inspiration? Because sometimes you hear, oh, I'm waiting for inspiration to come. Oh, oh sure. So well, what does it mean for you, inspiration? For me? <gasps> well, you see, I think you have to be open to be inspired and to look out for inspiration because it comes from many places. I am inspired by other people, even like my friends, my family. They inspire me in a way I I can admire certain traits that I would like to apply in my own life. I mean, yes, you have to be open and receptive to get this inspiration. I, I don't think it's something like magical or like it comes to you in a way that like, oh, I was doing nothing and then it, it popped out. Um, it really isn't about also about certain things like, ah, you have to get inspiration from, from books or from Pinterest or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's everywhere. <clears throat> but you need to be open. You need to be receptive to it. I okay. think so. Well, like give you the opportunity to be inspired. Okay. Um, very well. So now you're reaching this uh, stage in your life when you will finish your um, bachelor studies. Mm -hmm. And I remember, at least for myself, I... I, so there was a big question mark at the end of it saying, what will I do next? Um, yes. First, I, I wonder if you're going through the same or maybe you already have plans ahead. What, 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 what is ahead for you after your studies? Well, I also have this question mark above my head since I graduated from, from high school. I, I was worried like, now what do I do? Do I study this? Do I study that? Like, I didn't know. Um, and now, like, I'm about to graduate again, and I don't know either, but I'm learning to be okay with that. I mean, right now I'm finishing, um, like, I'm taking my finals, I have to do some paperwork, like, I'm concentrating on that, mm -hmm. and end this period like I want to, um, count and all, and then try to figure out what I want to do next. This question really made me very anxious before, but now to let it flow. <laughs> yeah. Although although I don't have a definite plan, I, I do know certain things that I like. Mm -hmm. For example, like editorial design, mm -hmm. especially books. I would like to uh, to learn more about that mm -hmm. or, or work um, in an editorial at mm -hmm. some point. I also, uh, I know that I will also like to study a postgraduate um course uh, but still I don't know where I don't know exactly what and this kind of stuff um, I also know that I like to um, be involved in all of the process of the creation of a product design so so I, I am also going to look for some university or some uh, workplace where I can do that where I can be, be like not only in one section, explore different methods, explore different aspects of the of the projects that are made there. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, so I don't know. I I don't have a definite answer of where and when, but I'm 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 going. I, I'm I'm walking. <laughs> well, mm -hmm. like okay, I, I will know. And even if even if I don't end up with a definite plan and eh, you're you're never 100% ready for anything so I think it's a good way to start making decisions 
and from there and go on. <laughs> mm-hmm. You never predict what will happen really next. Okay. What other interests do you have? I do like to listen to music. <laughs> I guess a lot of people do. I have a favorite K-pop band <laughs> mm-hmm. that is called X. X O E X O. And one of one of the members of this band has released a solo album. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> It's full of full of ballads. I do quite like that genre, uh, also pop and R&B. But this album really like I don't know. It it touches my heart. <laughs> mm-hmm. First of all, Chen, this is the name of the singer, has a great voice. I recommend <laughs> I recommend this this album. I think you're It's only called... missing to say in stores now. Yeah, I know, I know, right? This, this is this is what these kind of bands do. They like I oh, well, there's <laughs> something. If you would like to give it a listen, then do. <laughs> If not <laughs> okay. it's called Thrill Hour and actually it's full of love songs. Uh, mm-hmm. Most of us, of them, I love them. Yeah. But uh, the first one, it's called Flower, and I like it. The the lyrics are about hardships uh, you have in life, but the same like uh, moments of anguish or not so good moments are also the ones that can help you become who you are and can help you. Like there's no black and white. There's all connected. So I, I really like. It's a good song for you to tell. It's gonna be uh, to tell you it's gonna be okay. And I don't know. I like I like this song. I really like this album. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I swear they don't pay me anything. <laughs> yeah. No, neither do they pay this podcast in any way. But if they're interested, they can always throw some dollars our way. <laughs> yes, please do. Okay. Besides music. Uh, Is there uh, something else that uh, that uh, is your hobby or your interest? Mm, well, yes. Uh, I currently are reading this book that is actually quite popular. It's called The Magic of Tidying Up from Marie Kondo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I quite love First of all, I, I like cleaning. That, that sounds weird, but <laughs> for example... Normally, when I uh, end up a semester or I have vacation, I like to clean my study and I like to clean my room. <laughs> I feel like I'm putting things in order. And I don't know. I feel I feel fresher. <laughs> yeah. And also mentally, and, I suppose it helps. Yes, it helps. It helps a lot. This book actually uh, talks about how your surroundings uh, can influence your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, kind of the other way around because she says that you have to envision the lifestyle and the life you want to live and from then you start to discard and only pick the things that make you happy and only pick the things that nurture you in that way and that are in in sync with the lifestyle that you want mm-hmm. it has a lot of more ideas behind her method yeah. but i quite i quite like this idea of having only objects That brings something to your life, mm-hmm. because like at least in the West we live in a world where we are consumed by objects. You know, we give it too much weight to objects, like mm-hmm. meaning. Yeah. And I like her approach because then you give objects the meaning that 
you would like that. Do you think that this same principle applies to people in your life? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I yeah. because there are people there are people who I don't know, it's it's very personal. Surely there are people who not bring you up but bring you down. Sometimes you can get away from those people because you know, I don't know, maybe they are your parents or maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's healthy to put those limits and to search what feels good for you, what what is good for yourself. To take care of yourself. So yeah, it can also apply to people. Yeah. Whoa. Who are we listening to? Ah, that's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have two dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me a minute. I will. <laughs> oh, okay. I will. I'm back. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for the wait. <laughs> so you have two dogs. I have two dogs. Yes. Mm-hmm. The one that was barking like crazy uh, is called Pescadina, which. I think it can translate to fish. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Kind of, not not exactly. The Spanish word for fish, pescado, pescadina. <laughs> it's like little fish, mm-hmm. let's say. And the other one is called chacho, but his name doesn't really mean anything. I just like the the word. I just like how it sounds. Mm-hmm. How how did these dogs come to your life? Um. Well. First, we had Pescadina, because my mom and I were going to see a movie, and on the way there, we saw this little dog on the street, very afraid, <laughs> like, ah, because she she's um, kind of a chihuahua, <laughs> she's mixed, uh, so she's actually little, mm-hmm. and we saw this little thing ah, running and like being afraid of the cars passing by, and my mom was like, oh, look, look. Let's go get her. And we did. <laughs> and we had her here in our, in our home. But she smelled like really bad. <laughs> really bad. And that's why I call her Pescadina. Because for me, she smells like fish. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> that's, that's, that's actually the origin of the name. I can imagine uh, you could also say, hey, uh, armpit. Or... Okay. <laughs> So I think fish is fish is quite a lucky name in this case. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but she likes it. I uh, well, I don't know. I hope she likes it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's better than armpit anyway. <laughs> no, okay. I will. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's been here since 2015. She she was like my first my first actual dog because. Uh, before that, when I was a little kid, my family had another dog, mm-hmm. but I didn't took care of it. I, I was like a kid. <laughs> but Pescarina, yes, I, I do take care of her, like my mom also does. And yeah, she's, she's crazy and cute at the same time. <laughs> and the other one, Tacho, the he actually was given to me. Quite a story, because... When I was in high school, I always wanted a pug. He's a, I want not not really. He's a mix between a pug and a pomeranian, and I always wanted one. And I already had the name. I knew it was gonna be Chacho. <laughs> so so yeah, but I, I didn't get one. So, until one day, uh, a friend of mine called me 
and said to me, you know what? I was uh, in the market and some lady is giving out talks. <laughs> like she's giving them for free. Would you like to come? And I was like, yeah, of course. <laughs> because it was always my dream to have one. Called my mom and she was like, oh, okay, do you really want one? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> And so we went. <laughs> My mom, she's the best. Well, and so we went there. And when we, <laughs> when we arrived, um, the lady was like, oh, sorry, I don't have any more. I, I gave them all away. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, really? Not, not one? No, no, sorry. I was very sad. But like, okay, well, I, I get it. <laughs> There are no more. So, okay, um, but can I leave you my number if for some reason you have more or whatever? And she was like, yeah, yeah. And just as I was about to leave with my mom and my friend, <laughs> uh, she was like, no, wait, wait. I turned back <laughs> or turn around. And she said, you know what? I think you really want this dog. Uh, I will give you the last one I have, and I will not give it to the person I, <laughs> I was going to give it to. Wow. Uh -huh. And I was like, really? Thank you very much. Uh, I, was, I was pretty excited. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we made an appointment to, to pick up Chacho, and that was it. Then the next thing we did was go for an ice cream as a celebration. <laughs> mm -hmm. And yeah, days later, I... I pick up Chacho with my mom, and he was a little ball of four. <laughs> yes. His appearance is not like a pug pug, because as I say, he's, he's mixed. Mm -hmm. um, he's, he's very cute, I think. <laughs> but like for me, he's funny looking and cute. People say that he's just funny looking. <laughs> so, and he's very active also. So so I don't know. I, I love really, I, my dogs are I love them. <laughs> right, now, right now they are with me and they are sleeping. But yeah, they're they're like a source of happiness in my life. Yeah, they're good <laughs> companions. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Very well. Um, okay, so with this uh, nice emotional story, I think we uh, <laughs> we run out of time. Uh, okay, uh, this is the time that we have for today. Patty, uh, if people would like to get in touch with you or maybe see your work or the work that you're doing, uh, mm -hmm. is there a place where they can do that? Uh, yes, they can see my Behance. Um, it's actually my name, but I will I will give you the link and then maybe you can put it in the description. Okay. 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 Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. The, this in this place they can see your work and they can see your they can send you a message or. Yes, something. they they. Okay, sounds very good. Uh, very well, so I think that is the time that we have for today. Patty, thank you very much for uh, joining me in this call. Oh, thank, thank you for interviewing me. Uh, I hope this is like, it, it's good in some way. <laughs> I don't know. I think so, I don't see why not. <laughs> okay, Patty, thank you very much uh, and uh, talk to you next time. Yes, thank you and thank you all for listening and continue listening to to this podcast. Wow, you're an excellent <laughs> PR person. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can find us on Instagram and SoundCloud at Coffee's Ready Podcast. Your feedback is always welcome. Tell us what you liked and what could be improved. 
this will make the show better every time. The music is Happy Rock by Bensound.com. The cover photography is by Annie Spratt from Unsplash. And the logo and episode cover design is by Patricia Heredia. My name is Francisco Heredia. Until the next time.